I did a little shopping over the holiday weekend. And by that, I mean you went shopping for me. <laughs> and listen, fellas, this is if you're a single guy, you got a girlfriend, she's looking for the ring on the finger, and you're thinking to yourself, should I, shouldn't I? Mm-hmm. I think one of the big perks of being a married man is that you got a little help in the shopping department. <laughs> now, I, for some reason, I have this, uh, I think this is the same, as a matter of fact, with relationships, where it's very easy to see other people's problems and offer advice. Sure. But then maybe you're not great at working on yourself. Right. I think the same thing is true for me when it comes to uh, fashion, to clothes. I love to go to the mall and tell you, ooh, that would look cute on you. you. And, oh, that's a great, that jacket is so cool looking. I like that. But then for myself, I'm like, what can I get for $4 at Ocean State Job Lot? You know your, what I mean? That's your biggest problem. Is you? Ref- <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is on sale. It's only 30 bucks, and I have a coupon. You're like, that's too much. I'm yeah. Like, what? It's, could, a, it's a it's a Ralph Lauren polo shirt. What are you talking about? Well, that's what I mean. I don't. I love Ralph Lauren, but I don't need Ralph. No, Lauren. I understand that, but it was on sale. It wasn't the well, normal. So here's what happens: you uh, go out the other day and say, "I need to buy myself a new outfit or something." I yeah. feel like it's summertime. I need a new outfit. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, so you go and then you text me and you say, "Well, I can't find anything for me. I'm going to buy something for you." I was like, "Well, I don't need anything." Well, no, no, no. I want to buy you something. You deserve a new shirt for the season. I said, yeah. "All right." She said, I'll, I'll look and I'll send you some pictures. All right. 20 minutes go by. And I get maybe a, one of those bubble texts where you click on it and the thing pops up. There's like 15. It's like a catalog. Yeah. It's like the Sears Roebuck catalog. There's like 15 pictures that yeah, pop up. Yeah. And you've got all these shirts and you have them displayed. Mm-hmm. They're not even on the. So I don't know where you did this. Was this at a, a department yeah, store? Yeah. So I just went to the department store and what I was doing was. And looking- we don't want to say which it was, but I'm sure it was Target. <laughs> it actually wasn't Target. Oh, right. Shocking. I know. But I. I, uh, I went and I pulled out the ones that I knew had your size, and then uh-huh. a lot of times we're talking I, about the big boy section. You know, I, a lot of times <laughs> I'll just buy I'll just buy it for you. I won't ask you if you'll like it or not. I'll just buy it. But this was kind of I, I don't. It's a shirt that I probably I probably wouldn't buy this style of shirt. I don't know. So I well, just wait figured, a minute. What, what 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 does that mean? What was wrong with the shirt? I, I like nothing. There's nothing wrong with the shirt. It was shirt. a short sleeve button down shirt. Yeah, I I don't know. That's I don't know. If I if I'm going to do a button down, I generally like the long sleeve one. So I if I've seen I'm one wearing of those, a short sleeve button down shirt, albeit not a new one right now. You don't care for these kind no, of shirts? I do. Shirt? It's just not. I look like the uh, the the man wearing a shirt emoji. It's you do, and it's just not. I don't. I look know. like the Lego guy that thinks everything is awesome in that kids movie. When I think of a button down shirt, I think of a dress shirt. So then, when you take the sleeves, this off, is casual wear. I know, but I just don't know how to buy it. I guess is what I'm saying because I'm not a guy, and I don't. I just don't get it. Is what I. So there you are. You're in the store. You get yeah. these all up the hangar. You line them all up. You're taking li- pictures. Yes. You're arranging them, mm-hmm. and I imagine people are looking at you funny while you're doing this. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Ponytail just broke and scared me. Great. I thought something fell on my head. I'm sorry. There, there was this lady that was behind me, and she kept giving me a dirty look because I, I can't imagine why. <laughs> Clearly, you're so calm and normal. Well, there- <laughs> We're in the middle of talking about something. I, I thought something fell on my head. It scared me. For a second, I'm like, do I have an electric shock on that? I'm like Doctor Evil hitting a button so you fall in I a shark tank. There was a spider or something that fell on my head. I just, I'm sorry, but there was a lady behind me and she just kept looking and I don't know if it's because I had, I had about 20 shirts that were just lined up in a row. Men's shirts. Men's shirts. Or if she wanted that size or she was just wondering what I was doing, but she was not impressed by my photo taking skills of the shirts to buy you. Well, it worked out for me, I suppose. It did. And I got you a new bathing suit too. And I picked that out without telling you. You get flamingos on it. I did. (laughs) That's more my style. <laughs> Can't imagine why people were looking at you funny. 
Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, 1071 The Boss. Of course, 997 FM if you're down the shore of the south. Ocean County, all the way down to Atlantic City, anywhere in the Boss app, 1071theboss.com. Real easy to stream us. Welcome to a Back to Business Tuesday, May the 31st, 2022. I can't believe tomorrow is June. Yeah. This year is just flying by so fast. It's the, really uh, crazy. The unofficial start of summer has happened. Thanks again for yeah. coming out and uh, joining us the other day. That was so much fun. Mm-hmm. On Friday, kick off the uh, Summer Fun Songs Weekend, the unofficial <laughs> start of summer. And uh, nice to have Joe make his big debut here with us on uh, 1071 The Boss. He's been doing it for years, and it was real fun to be part of it here. Mm-hmm. 1071 The Boss. So yeah. we've got some video and some... Uh, photos and some more fun on the Facebook page. And also, if you still want to donate, this was all for charity. It was free, but we did it for uh, Joe's Mother's Foundation. She is no longer with us, yes. but her legacy lives on, her helping uh, kids mm-hmm. go to Catholic school, make their way to college. The scholarship fund, you can donate still at 1071theboss.com. So thank you, thank you on that. Uh, congrats to our friend Mark Chernoff. He's got one in the books <laughs> as our new sports anchor today. Supposedly, we're supposed to do a phone call with uh, Boomer Esiason and the sports guys today. Oh, yeah. We're supposed to do that simulcast. I have not yet heard from their producer. Interesting. So, so I'm guessing Boomer is afraid to come on. That's got to be what it is. Definitely. Because I've decided I'll go ahead and do this. Okay. Have you decided that? After yeah. After the big boss was like, you're doing this, you're like, you know what? I guess I'll do it. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. I've, <laughs> I've made the decision that I'll go ahead and do it. I folded after he talked to me. Uh-huh. What are you, crazy? Do it. <laughs> oh, okay. That's funny. <laughs> Maybe Boomer's bosses don't want him coming on here. I, I could see that. The boss says no to the boss. I could see that as more of a possibility just because he works for one of those big corporate companies. Yeah. And so you just, they're very funny about... You know, intermingling. So. Yeah, because we listen to their podcast, and they said that they go, "This is not one of our stations, yeah, is it?" Yeah, no, no, we're on our own island, baby. That's right. We're not part of the the corporate culture. <laughs> I don't know what that I means, don't know but what that is. Anyway, we'll see if that works out today. But it's good to have Mark here in the first report in the books, doing a mm-hmm. great job. Yes, certainly appreciate that. We got a lot to do today. We'll go to the phone, the celebrity hotline. Charles Parnell will check in. He's one of the stars, along with Tom Cruise, that big movie number one at the box office this past weekend, Top Gun Maverick. Yes, we'll check the community bolts board we get the fast five celebrity birthday file and the food file mm. this morning after a big weekend of barbecues we get some food file items for you you don't have to tell me i know how ridiculous this is and i know i've gone on and on about this before but i figured because we share here i would would do a moment of sharing hello my name is robbie and i have a fear of hairdressers <laughs> you do have this crazy irrational fear i just i'm also a person who likes a routine i like a plan yeah and i don't need to come up with the plan believe Mm -hmm. it or not as much as a uh maniac as i am i'm fine as long as you give me a plan i will follow it yeah i will it doesn't have to be my plan Mm -hmm. it might be shocking to to believe but it's true and i i went to a uh a hair person for a long time and she was great and you also would come occasionally to the salon you got to like her too i did And, and then we moved And it's been one person after another. I remember there was one night where we went to this uh, place where they hired all these uh, people in cosmetology school. Oh, yeah. And so that was a mess. And she charged me like $100 for a a men's haircut. Yeah, that was crazy. Then I went to this uh, this old gentleman, had to be 80-something years Mm -hmm. old. And he says, you know, what What brings you to this town? And I said, well, I'm in church. He's like, you're that guy from the radio? I hate you. Hated you. And then he's using an actual razor. I'm worried he's going to cut my jugular. Yes. We get here to Jersey, the first guy we go to. The guy's got stinky fingers. Mm-hmm. And he worked on... And he worked on dead people at the 
funeral home. Yeah. So cuts, that, that cuts their hair post mortem. Yeah. Well, so that listen. guy was out. Listen. Now listen, the past couple of times I went, I did find a very nice lady, but now she's on a leave of absence. Yeah. For the whole summer. Yes. And and, and we moved from Point moved. Pleasant Beach. Right. So it's it's pretty far to drive, especially in the summer. We don't really want to be driving down <sighs> Point Pleasant Beach if we don't have to. So I needed to find myself a new hair person. Yes. And, and the lead up to it is just tremendous anxiety for me. Which and is- here's why. Because it's a, such a personal thing. And I don't understand. Here's what I don't understand is how you don't understand why this is so stressful for me. First of all, you're up close. You got at least two people. You got the girl or the, usually the girl. Uh, that does your hair ahead of time. They come in, they wash your hair, they give you that scalp massage. Right, because you go to a salon, so let's, you don't don't like the barber where they just spritz you and like you want the Well, I just feel like my hair doesn't get the same, it's not the same. Right. And we take a lot of pictures and I got to think of these sort of things, okay? So no, I've never gone to a barber where I felt satisfied with how my hair looked, so I do like a salon. But then you get there and you know, that's the thing, you're laying back, I mean, she's got you where she wants you right there. Uh And they make chit chat while you're, and that's awkward for me. Then you get in the chair and then this person wants to talk. Mm-hmm. They're up close. They get their hands all over your neck, your ears, your face, near your eyeballs, your nostrils. It's very personal. You have weird experiences with your hair. Maybe because my hair is long. I've never had. So I didn't think anyone was that close to me. Number one and number two, going to the salon has always been something that's relaxing for me. I want to go. I want to spend the time. I haven't been to the salon in months because my hair's just expensive and I just yeah. refuse to do it but I like going I don't always love the chatting I will give you that I think that and I know they do that to try and make you feel comfortable right. and, but it doesn't it makes me feel uncomfortable and I don't know how to say because what I also don't want to do is sit there and say nothing or look at my right. phone or read a magazine because do I don't want to be it's not that I'm snooty it's that I don't know what to say but I don't think that they mind that because that is their profession so they 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 get that signal when someone is sitting there on their phone or scrolling or reading that they don't really want to chat. I think if you go to someone who's truly a professional, no. they understand that signal. And you are just kind of nervous to give that signal, but I don't think that there's anything wrong with doing that. When I was well, in I mean, what is there, like a, like a password or something? No, what's, t- what's the signal? When I was in college, Tap your eyebrows I, twice. I worked in a salon, and there were plenty of people who would bring a book. What did you do in the salon? I I've would, never heard this before. Yes, you did. I used to work in a salon. I washed the hair, which you're not supposed to do this kind of illegal and I worked at the front desk so I, I, I don't know if I remember that yeah I did I, I worked there for so a, you should be able to coach me to help me with my I uh, am coaching you bring a book yeah what you're telling me to do is just shut up and go yes it's a haircut <laughs> it takes 30 minutes like you you stress for an entire week over a haircut by the time I have to reschedule you an appointment you're already stressed about the next haircut the like, only thing worse than trying to make chit chat with the uh, hairdresser uh-huh. is the dentist <laughs> It's terrible. That's not good. You're drooling, right. bleeding all over the right. place. You get your fingers on my mouth and you're trying to ask me questions about how my weekend was. You, you must just be very, you must be one of those people who look approachable, even though you're not, because <laughs> I don't have anybody who ever comes to try to talk to me. Like I've never really, I've had maybe a hygienist when I walked in say, So there's you know, some good advice. I should work on my resting bitch face. There you face. go. Okay. There you go. Okay. <laughs> We get through a holiday weekend just like that. There's more events coming up this weekend and all summer long. Before you know it, it'll be Christmas, okay? (laughs) Slow down.
<laughs> Slow her down. Thank you for sending these into us. We're just catching up with our messages from the holiday weekend. We appreciate getting these because we love to put the spotlight on community organizations, charity events, people trying to make a difference, give back a little bit. That's what the CBB is all about. Your community bulletin board. You can always email us, Robbie and Rochelle, the morning page, 1071theboss.com or on Facebook. Seagrave Acres in Howell is hosting a craft and vendor show. Come shop local artists, talented crafters for their very first event. Farm Fresh Eggs will be available along with local honey, homemade mm-hmm. baked goods, jewelry, crystals, soaps, incense, and a whole lot more crystals. Wow. Yeah. Seagrave <laughs> Acres on Facebook for all the info. I keep wanting to say it like the actor that was on Mission Impossible. Seagreaves, Seagraves. Oh, yeah. It's one oh, of those words about, yeah. people say it a little differently. <laughs> right. Was that guy's Robert Graves, I think it was? Yep. Your yep. mission, if you choose to accept it. <laughs> Wine and Design is happening at River Rock Restaurant Marina Bar in Brick. That's Thursday, June 9th, starting at 6.30. Proceeds benefit the One Catalyst Foundation, which is a great cause. Contact at onecatalyst.org for more info and to purchase tickets. If you do a little highlight and copy, you can visit onecatalyst.org and learn about all the good work they do, Mm -hmm. too. So how about that? Homestead Run, Women's Charity Club at Tom's River having their annual gift auction. That's happening online Sunday, June 12th. The drawing is at 3 o'clock. Over 150 prizes up for grabs. You'd like more? Want to be a part of it get your tickets women's charity club at homestead run on facebook and it's all right there boss roadies on the move again this week with those recyclable boss bags mm-hmm. people love those yes i can't, love those can't use the plastic get yourself a <laughs> boss bag it's good for the environment and you show your love for your favorite rock and roll and radio station yes you just go to 1071theboss.com and click events couple of things we thought you needed to know this morning I would mention, by the way, you'd answer even yesterday, the day before, the he said, she said questions. We keep them up on Facebook all the time. So if you want to go back, if you didn't have a chance to answer when we were doing it live, Mm -hmm. it's right there on demand for you on the old Facebook machine. Or or you can hear anything on our podcast. That's up at 1071theboss.com. We get people asking us saying, you know, I only get to listen for 10 minutes in the morning. Is there any way to keep hearing it or whatever the deal is? Right, right. So there you go. Now, here's some good news. Uh, Rick the cat does not need to lose weight. (laughs) We were talking about Rick the other day, and uh, again, speaking of messages we get, we get a lot of text messages. We do, yeah. And we had a a lady, and I was nice enough to send us some pictures of her cats. Yeah, she has three or four beautiful cats. What were we talking about that she wanted to send us a picture? She didn't. Actually, she just told us to have a... She wanted to wish us a happy... Memorial Day and oh, that's we were just nice. listening to the show and she said and also to Rick the cat and so I I just I happened to have a picture of Rick on the computer so sure. I sent it to her and then she proceeded to send me pictures of her cats and they were so cute. I love cats. I like animals. Yeah. I just don't know that I could have quite that many. That's a lot well, of work. It's definitely a lot of work. I can't imagine the litter situation because with Rick, it must smell like Amber Heard's house over oh, there. God. You gotta stop! It's so gross. It's so gross. I'm gonna be making that joke for the next ten years. Get yeah, ready. No, I know, but we I, we live in a smaller place. I think if you had a basement or something, oh, yeah, it would be okay. Sure. But uh, you know, her cats were they were beautiful. So well, uh, Susan that sent that into. Well, us, thank you, so. Susan. So mm-hmm. Rick uh, has got some issues. Well, I think we know this, but aside of the fact he's a nut, he's also got some health issues. He's got an autoimmune disorder, Mm -hmm. which means he's fine. But if he gets sick, much like a person that has his problem, it can be it can be a serious situation for Mm -hmm. him. So we try to stay even more on top of it than you might if you just were bringing to the cat for a regular checkup anyway. Right. So since we uh, got to Jersey almost a year, it's 
coming up on a year ago now, which that's is kind of really crazy. crazy. That's September so crazy. is going to be a year since yeah. we started. He has not been to the vet, and mm-hmm. that's shame on us. Now, granted, he doesn't have other pets around. Mm-hmm. We don't let him play around outside. He's not no. one of these cats that wanders the neighborhood or anything mm-hmm. like that. So he really is you know, living a cushy, oh, very cushy, luxury lifestyle. Very cushy, yes. But it was well due time that we got him a new vet. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we did that, and we found a place, and I brought him. Last night, Dr. Manny. I'll mm-hmm. give a shout out to Dr. Manny, who was great. And we bring him in. Now, my number one concern was that he is, is put on weight. He has put on what well, we well, we thought he put on and we were right. a lot of weight. He put but... on 1.7 pounds. Right. And I was told that he is a big boy and that uh, it's okay. This is fine. <laughs> but if he puts on another pound, mm-hmm. then he would have a problem. Well, I think when you're only 13 pounds or 12 pounds, one pound is a lot. That's so right. That's... <laughs> and he put on almost two pounds. He put on almost two pounds. But they said yes. if, he, if he does one more pound, then we're going to have to put him on a little cat diet. Well, you got to stop giving him the cold cuts. Like these are, this is, he's a dog. He's actually a dog. He begs <laughs> yeah. for food. Cleans I've up the, never you spill something life, on the floor in the kitchen, he licks it right up. I have never seen a cat beg for food. And he actually begs like a puppy yeah. and just sits there and stares at you and will sometimes meow <laughs> at you until you give him food. What kind of cat does that? It's just crazy well it's a cat with no shame and that's what i say rick is <laughs> aside of any health concern we might have he's got his own problems yeah, he's, he's yeah. not a normal cat uh-huh. <laughs> but luckily he's still within his reasonable weight mm-hmm. i don't think i've ever gone to the doctor and had them say you're within your reasonable weight oh no me neither <laughs> that must be no. rick must have been uh, sitting pretty there getting back in his uh now listen they take him out and this doctor he wouldn't come out of the uh the, the, the carrier, carrier. Mm-hmm. and usually he's really easy going and the doctor said that he goes is he friendly i said he's very friendly he, he really he never scratches or bites no, anybody. I mean, no. he plays a little bit, but he's certainly not an aggressive cat at no. all. Mm-mm. So I said, he's fine, but he was so scared, and Aww. I felt bad. We had to tip him over to get him to come out of the carrier. <laughs> but then the, the doctor knows exactly what to do, you know, because he's doing this all day, right? Right. So he just gets him. He kind of holds him down. He's got the stethoscope. He's pulling his legs, making sure they flex properly. <laughs> Opening his eyes, puts a light in his eye, opens his mouth, he's sticking his wow. finger at his, uh, at his... Did you assist it? Because I didn't go with you, but did you assist at all? The only time I had to hold Rick. Rick's yeah. head is on my chest, and I'm kind of rubbing his face to try and keep him calm. Yeah. They had to do the thermometer, and there's only oh, one place to go. There's only yeah. one place to go. You see Rick's eyes just widen just a little bit. <laughs> And the guy had he put a little gel just to have it. Oh, he, t- he yeah. looped it up. And so after that was then we weighed Rick and then we put Rick back on the table. Let me tell you, he literally he, we didn't fight me at all getting back in that carrier. He was ready to go home, baby. Well, if somebody had to stick a thermometer up there for you, I bet you wouldn't fight either. Yeah, well, luckily, well, luckily, luckily that also has it. They might tell me I'm fat, but luckily they haven't stuck that up there. <laughs> the last time I went for a physical. Time to time, we have enough stories. And happen to pop up here, trending stories, news stories that we find from papers to websites. All have to do with uh, food, beverage, drink. Mm-hmm. Sometimes tasty treats, desserts. Sometimes yeah. fruits and vegetables on the food pyramid. Sometimes <laughs> booze. Yes. And I get to hit this button because it's time for... Right, the show's food file. Excellent, it's food file. Food file, Robbie and Michelle. Food file, excellent. Food file. Booze. <laughs> excellent. Food file. Booze. Booze. <laughs> get a little close to the... Uh, Mike yeah. there to hit the button. There you go. Well, now that I need to <laughs> wipe your face yeah. a little bit. Sanitizer. Pure out. <laughs> need it now. 99% of germs. All right. Okay. This again, the Robbie and Michelle. Food fall. General Mills has two new Cheerio flavors, banana caramel Cheerios, mm. honey vanilla Cheerios. Oh, my gosh. Both will be available soon nationwide and have no nutritional value whatsoever. <laughs> But boy, they sound good. You could be eating cake for breakfast. It's a little better than that. I mean, I suppose. No. You could be eating cake. I don't know.
banana caramel Cheerio. I mean, the honey vanilla ones don't sound too bad, but caramel? That sounds amazing. It's fruit. It's banana caramel, you know. Great. Taco Bell is testing a new grilled cheese breakfast biscuit in Knoxville, Tennessee. They believe Knoxville Mm -hmm. will be the perfect test market for this new product. If it does well there, they will sell it across the country. Some say it's just a ripoff of McDonald's sausage biscuit with cheese melted on top. Yo quiero Taco Bell. Can I address something with you? Yeah. Taco Bell related? Uh Uh-huh. So they've re-released the the, uh, Mexican pizza? I didn't know they had a Mexican pizza. (laughs) Well, you've never had Taco Bell, which is crazy in and of itself. Well, I I care about my intestinal tract. they, (laughs) They had it. And then they got rid of it. And, and now they, it's back. they re-released it and everybody was very excited about it. It's not the same. There's something wrong with it. When it did you have this? I don't, I don't want to know. I don't even want to know. I don't want to know. Don't even it's say. It's different. It's not the same. Don't so even say a word. I'm I don't not happy. I'm not happy with Taco Bell right now. But I'll, I'll <laughs> be looking for the charge on the credit card for your flight to Knoxville. <laughs> Try their grilled cheese breakfast business. Yes. Well, this is on BuzzFeed. Seven bizarre rules that Budweiser employees supposedly have to follow. They must be able to lift 50 pounds. I guess that's not sure. unusual for people that work in a factory right, or that kind of right. thing. Mm-hmm. Budweiser workers must take an aptitude test that assesses their skills in logical thinking, verbal reasoning, numerical reasoning, and cultural fit. I wonder if that's after drinking Budweiser. Right? Wow. Is this, is this before or after I do a six-pack, Bud? Wow. Workers must submit hair or urine samples for drug testing. Really? Must be a legal adult to work there, but not of drinking age, just over 18, which is kind of ironic. Okay. You're expected to work at what's called a fast pace. You will have talks with you if they feel you are working too slowly compared really? to your coworkers. Yeah. Workers cannot be intoxicated at work, but some level of drinking on the clock is okay during designated <laughs> hours. Who is who is overseeing that? Well, hang on. I was curious about this, so I go to see if this is true. Is it true that you can drink if you work at Budweiser? And apparently they do encourage employees to be familiar with the product. <laughs> okay. Man. Well, okay, but you also have to submit a blood and alcohol urine sample and all this. Yeah, so they want you drinking, just not too much. Okay. It's like if you work at the cake factory, don't eat all the cake. <laughs> I feel like this is a trap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like you guys are not, you're not really Budweiser, you're the FBI. <laughs> well, you think I'm stupid? <laughs> oh, man. Wow. And now that we're talking about this, it's going to come up on my LinkedIn. Uh, yep. This is the food file. Arby's is getting on the burger train because there's not enough fast food burger places out there. <laughs> For a limited time, they're selling a Wagyu Steakhouse burger Ooh. at $5.99. That sounds like a deal that right d- there. That sounds good, I too. mean, they said they had the meat, and they're proving it. That's right. I don't think they've ever had a burger on their menu, which is kind of crazy. No, that's why they said in the press releases I just mentioned they're selling a burger for the first time. Well, okay. All right. <laughs> All right, all right. Oh, God, I, I love wasn't being right. listening. I I'm love sorry. being right. Yep. Okay. Well, this is interesting. DoorDash has released a, a list of menu items for every country that they serve mm-hmm. that are very popular. Now, here's what's interesting here is French fries are in the top five in America. Okay. In France, American food is number one. Really? So does that mean that they're eating American French fries in France? Yes, but they call them America fries. Yeah. <laughs> That's not true, Yes, is it? it is. Uh-huh. That's what they call them. They call them America fries. Oh, you eat the baguette. We have different fries. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Also, we surrender because <laughs> we France. Yeah. Your French accent's amazing. Oh. It's only Pepe Le Pew. That's all you've got. <laughs> we want American cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Joke's on you. French fries, not French. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, yes, this is the French embassy. You were, your depiction of a stereotypical Not French cartoon good. character was very Not offensive. <laughs> in other international food news, Starbucks has joined McDonald's in pulling out of Russia. They have closed temporarily all their stores there. I thought I thought this happened months ago at the beginning of the Ukraine war. Well, 
McDonald's did, but I think Starbucks just now is. So they've been there, and now they're they're now they're jumping on board. Maybe they were waiting for the line at the Starbucks to go away before they closed the shop. <laughs> you're just waiting, waiting till they ran out of everything. Every time you drive by happen. a Starbucks, they got 17 cars True. around the corner. True. Or they're just waiting to serve the customers already in line. <laughs> And last year in the food file, there's an onion cutting hack that's been going viral on the TikTok machine that claims your eyes won't sting. You won't start to cry, you know, from chopping up the onions if you put a wet paper towel underneath the onion. Really? Interesting. Some are saying it works, some are saying it don't. According to the uh, National Onion Association, and my God, can I please get a membership? That's a thing? Your eyes won't sting as much as if you avoid cutting directly into the root. They say that is more effective than this so-called wet paper towel hack. Every time I cut onions, I'm a mess. It's so, I, I need something. That's good to know. Surely it has nothing to do with the episode of This Is Us you're watching <laughs> on Netflix while you're no. cutting up your onions. Surely no. it has nothing to do with that. <laughs> food file, excellent. It's food file. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing just great. Thank you. Boy, oh boy, so excited about this movie finally coming out. We've been waiting for it for, it feels like, two or three years. Top Gun Maverick out. It's got to be exciting to finally see it out on the big screen, right? Very exciting. And the few chances I've had to see it with an audience has been... Hugely satisfying um, hearing their their gasps and the applause and uh, just their surprise at how good the movie is. It's great. Yeah, and of course, I'm sure that's always the fear when you get a big iconic movie like this to do another one. You say, "Man, we better get this right." And I have not seen it yet, but I'm I'm excited to see it. And all the reviews say you guys got it more than right that it's maybe better than the original. So, congrats on that. Thank you. Yeah, that's got to feel pretty good. Uh, well, how did you uh, come to join the franchise? How did this role find you? I got the uh, the usual audition call. I got really excited but when you get a call like that you have to kind of keep your uh, fantasy the fantasy motor on idle and just get to work so I put in my first audition which had to be on tape I get an email a few days later says Tom Cruise liked your tape Oh, so that's when I knew that I uh, was in the running and that's when I started getting nervous and a little more amped up a few more auditions I got the part um, and then uh, I missed the table read my first chance to meet Tom because oh. I was working that day and so my first day meeting him was my first day on set. Oh, wow. And my first day on set was me giving a huge speech with Warlock introducing Maverick. And so I'm doing this speech, and he wasn't even supposed to be there that day, but I do it a few times, and then they call me over to the corner and say, Tom's getting dressed. He wants to enter after you introduce him this time, even though he's not supposed to be here today, so go ahead. You know. So I go up and introduce him again, and the, the pilots are now like kind of used to me stopping at the end, and they start slumping down, and then they slump. And then all of a sudden they hear footsteps and then everybody's back starts to straighten up and he walks up and he does the scene. I've ne- I still haven't met him. I'm standing on the side in character. He's in character as Maverick. He does the scene, then he finishes the scene, then he drops all that and comes over. Charles, who are you? We're so happy to have you. Wow. Wow, that's stressful. <laughs> wow. Well, Charles, that's a story you're going to be telling forever. That's quite a way to meet a big movie star like Tom Cruise. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. And I guess he, uh, I was going to ask you about this later in the conversation, but I guess I'll go ahead and ask now. I guess he must have really appreciate your work because you guys are also going to start working on Mission Impossible together. Or, or you filmed it already, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that was that was quite a, uh, you know, as an actor, there's always doubt in your mind. It's like, do they really like me? Do they really think I'm good? It's like, did I, do, did I do what they wanted? And then when you get a call from McHugh, a.k.a. Christopher McQuarrie, one morning, and he starts telling you he's writing one of the characters in MI7, and he describes him and he goes, is this something you'd be interested in? And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I'd be interested. But <laughs> um, so yeah, that was a huge, uh, that was a huge uh, uh, boon to my confidence. 
Well, that's uh, yeah, that's that's a lot of fun. And Tom is just one of the best actors out there. There's no doubt about that. He's in it. It's good. So it's going to be fun to play against him. Um, when it comes to to Top Gun, such a famous, you know, iconic movie. The soundtrack is iconic. The costumes are iconic. The catchphrases. I mean, it's got it all going on. Were you a fan in the '80s growing up? Is this a movie that meant something to you? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, huge, huge, huge fan. Uh, stop on it every time. You know, it's on every channel at some point in some day. And if I was flipping channels, I'd, I'd stop on it. I've seen it in its entirety at least 40, 50 times. Um, I know the lines. I know the characters. Uh, yeah. It was, it was, but so, which kind of takes the pressure away because you almost feel like you're a part of it already. Sure. Just being a movie fan. So it's almost like you just kind of get out of your theater seat and walk into the screen. This is the closest feeling I've ever had of like the kid wanted to be an actor and wanted to be in like big flashy movies actually connecting to him this is the closest that gets because every other job is like you know acting is still a job but you don't get to be in movies like this every day when you get to be in a movie like this with a star like tom and all the things that go around it then you go oh yeah this is what the kid was fantasizing about you know Oh, man, that kind of gives me goosebumps. That's a beautiful thing. I like to hear that. That's very cool. You've got uh, that voice. I have to imagine people ask you to do things like uh, <laughs> be the voice of their answering service and that kind of Do you get people asking you to do that? I am on many of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling you've got such a beautiful, dulcet tone to your voice. People must want to use it. Thank you. Yeah, they, all, they also like me to talk to Bill Collector. <laughs> oh, that's good. I wouldn't want to mess with you, Charles. I have to be honest. <laughs> well, that's. Uh, I should have been a bill collector in another life. Excuse me, you have an unpaid balance of fifteen hundred dollars. You want to need that in the next. Week. <laughs> yeah, if I got you on my voicemail, I'd be. I'd be I'll like, call you. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's the guy from Top Gun. Oh, my God. Uh, well, again, congrats on this movie. It's it's so exciting to have Top Gun back on the big screen, have you be part of it. Uh, it's in theaters now. Yeah. Charles, it's great to meet you. Great to talk to you. Thank you. Did you see this uh, news story? It kind of went under the radar with the horrible week news week we had last week. But and listen, there's nothing funny about what's going on with Russia and Ukraine at all. No. But mm-hmm. this, this is funny. Russia, in response to the sanctions that the U.S. has placed on them after they invaded Ukraine. Yeah which hurts them financially and their ability to trade with other countries and all that sort of stuff. They decided to ban Americans, saying they're no longer welcome in the country. Okay. I guess it makes sense that they they ban Biden, not like he's going there anyway. Sure. (laughs) They ban uh, Vice President Harris. But then... Nearly a thousand other people. This is from, this is real. We're not making this up. And that's why I'm surprised it wasn't a bigger news story. The Russian Foreign Ministry published this list. Morgan Freeman is on the list. Who does like Morgan Freeman? Come on. Really? Matter of fact, all the living ex-presidents banned except for Trump. He's welcome. Oh, sure. Sure. They just want me to build a fantastic casino. <laughs> They've got some great real estate for golf courses there. That's all it is. <laughs> Nothing more. Uh-huh. Here's a whole bunch of politicians who are banned here. But there's also a number of deceased people. What? John McCain, dead. Harry Reid, dead. Orrin Hatch, dead, if you remember these senators. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg from Facebook. George Stephanopoulos. Uh, some of these people I never heard of. From, there's a woman from the New Yorker. She's a columnist. Mm. One of the CNN people. Uh, Wolf Blitzer's a lot in the country, though. Oh, there you go. Just saying. It makes you wonder if they just had someone who made this list who went on Facebook and did the hashtag, you know, ban Russia or something and just chose random names. Because the fact that they put people who are already deceased on there, where where do you think Senator John McCain's going to go? He passed away in 2018. Like, what? 
Why is he banned? Like, why, why ban him now? Like, what? <laughs> That's what I mean. This it's is so just weird. This is just bananas. Do it's, they do they not know who's alive and who's not? That's what I'm saying. I feel like they just had some intern. They're like, make the list. You know who to put on there. And they're like, I don't know. They they mentioned Russia once. Banned. They got Rocky and Bullwinkle on the list. <laughs> what? You shall never get Boris and Natasha. Well, how? What? Why? They're not with that's us real anymore. News story that almost gives you some. It almost makes you feel good because it gives you hope that I, it's only a matter of time that Ukraine finally I, beats them back. Hopefully, I mean, come on, seriously. Well, he, they can't come because they're dead. Well, <laughs> I know they, that's because they're not invited. <laughs> what? It's ridiculous, right? It is ridiculous. Now this is a little crazy, but do you do you think it, there's some chance that like Putin is also dead and like it's all? <laughs> Oh, are you becoming one of those Like it's a weekend years? at Bernie situation where they got them on strings? <laughs> they say the same thing about uh, the chubby guy from North Korea. You don't have yeah, to, Kim Jong-un. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it makes you wonder a little bit because you never see them speak in public, you know? Well, they fear for their life, so they can't. It's, and then then it's, they get that deal where they, they make you sit like a f- 10 feet away at the table. Yeah. From Putin's <laughs> I wonder if they don't have a guy behind there like Jim Henson with the Muppets. You know what I mean? <laughs> I guess I never thought about it. I don't know. They don't even know who's alive. I, yeah, they don't. That's, I wonder if he's alive. That's crazy. So take that. All right. <laughs> you're banned. <laughs> no, you're going to be banned. I hope I am banned. Be a thousand and one on there. I, I would. Ha- I'd, I'd have that framed and I put know it up you there. Would. <laughs> They're like, "How you doing? Yeah, thanks for coming over. We'll, 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 watch, we'll, we'll watch the game in a second. Did you see the time I was banned from Russia? How cool is that? I'm used to people hating me. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Come on. Time for hashtag bomb. Every morning, 72920, we get a whole stack from over the holiday weekend. We hear from moms, occasionally from dads. We hear from moms that have got a lot going on in life. We've never heard from a mom banned from Russia. Not that we know of. But listen, today could be the day. That's right. So thanks for sending these in. (laughs) Even when you pass away. There's always hope. Make sure whatever you type, you put that hashtag mom confession because we search that. And that's how we get them on the air here every morning about 720 and 920. Yolanda Marie said, I live closer to my son's school now. Let's see if I can actually get him there on time. Well, good luck. I understand the struggle. Put it's the tough. pedal to the metal. It's tough. Crank up your radio. you got to tell him 12 times to get dressed. Like, no. get dressed. we got to go. Well, you have to do that with me. That's true. Why are you naked? Can you please? <laughs> we gotta go. Because even once I make it off the couch, I end up yes. just sitting at the bed naked, staring at the wall. It's a thing. Yep. Emily Wilkinson said, did my grocery shopping with a world's greatest mom balloon flip to my cart? I wasn't buying it. I just wanted everyone to know. <laughs> and who could blame me? That's right. Gardening Glenda 09 said, my seven-year-old showed me what he wanted to buy on Amazon. His cart showed $984.31, and I acted as if I had to defuse a bomb. Nobody move. Do not hit the submit button. Careful with that cursor, son. Wow, that was stressful. That is stressful. Hashtag mom. We share them every morning, 72920. Get one in, you might hear yours. Stay in touch with us anytime. Hopefully you kept in touch over the holiday weekend. We love to connect. Yeah. We're so friendly. We yeah, sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whether you're on Facebook, we get we're just picking up followers on TikTok now, Robbie yeah. and Rochelle, mm-hmm. or searchers wherever you get your podcast should pop right up. Or easy to go right to 1071theboss.com. Click Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, and everything you need is right there. All right, time for Robbie and Rochelle's fast five. Five big old trending stories. Thought you needed to know. Be in the know. Number five to number one. We'll count down today and start at number five. There's a man from England who has been accused. Apparently, he's caught on camera on what's being called a naked crime spree. Hey. 
<laughs> no, he hasn't really stolen anything. He's just showed up and caused a scene while naked okay. <laughs> in a number of locations. He's also uh, waved a for sale sign that he had hanging around his neck at people in a, quote, threatening manner. <laughs> his name is Ryan Knuff. He has been apprehended by police and said he really can't remember ever doing any of these things they said he did. What? When he was shown uh, video footage of himself running through a store naked with the for sale sign around his neck, he started to cry. Oh, no! <laughs> No, that's not him. That's not him. That's not the guy. That's Will Ferrell. But that was fun. That was fun. Number four, shoppers at a Walmart in Arizona are saying that there's a mistake with the self-checkout, causing them to accidentally shoplift and then be accused of stealing. Oh, no. Out of the shadows, two women just jumped out at me, grabbed the cart, and ushered me all the way back across the store. Wow, is there like Walmart police? Did we not know about this? Well, this is my biggest fear. Stop in the name of the happy face. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing, and you scan it, you hear a beep, you put it in the bag. I don't sit there and look through that. I always have a fear that I'm going to get stopped at the door, like, ma'am, did you steal that? like, (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) I don't know. I'm Lieutenant Frank Drebin, police squad. You have a person going, no. I thought this was on sale. <laughs> Fall free. No. <laughs> Number three, Jonathan Scott. He's one of the Property Brothers. Uh-huh. And Zoe Deschanel mm-hmm. are a couple. I don't know if you're aware of this. Yes. And they're you're appearing together on the upcoming season of Carpool Karaoke. Now, this is not not the show with uh, on Late Night with uh, James Corden. Oh, it's not. He's producing this show, but it's got a different guy doing it. Okay. And if you know the concept, they drive around with celebrities and, and sing, sing songs off yes. the radio. And now the two of them have been together three years. Jonathan says he's learned to sing from being with Zoe. Oh. And is uh, hoping cute. to pursue a career in country music. Oh, really? Why don't you just stick to fixing the plumbing, okay? <laughs> Wow, okay. And also, I mean, uh, remember James Corden had Adele, Paul McCartney, Barbara Streisand. Mm -hmm. They have Zoe Deschanel, so. Well, she's been in stuff. I guess. she can sing. Remember Elf? Yeah, I remember (laughs) Elf. (laughs) No, that's a... That's a different... It's a different Will Ferrell movie. <laughs> Number two, there's a pizza place that's open. A picture of the front of the building has gone viral. You know, their little overhang yeah. that's got the sign on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's in Wales, part of the uh, United Kingdom, so it's called Welsh Italian Pizza, which I guess makes sense. Sure. Well, it's going viral because the letters are so close together. If you read it wrong, the last two letters in Welsh, the first letter's in Italian, uh-huh. Welsh Italian, it looks like, think it out, S-H, first oh, two letters oh, in Italian. Oh, no. No. Oh, no. Kind of implies this pizza ain't so good. <laughs> yeah, just forget about it. What's the matter with you? That's amazing. And number one, a poll asked people to name their favorite types of air to breathe. Are you effing stupid? I mean, what, what, a, mean? what a stupid concept. They what asked people, what is your favorite kind of air? What? There's different kinds of air? Well, different uh, situations which you can breathe in air. But number air one is air. I don't understand. Number one was mountaintop air. Oh, uh, okay. Number two was sea air. You know, that salty beach sure. air? Okay, I understand. Campfire smoke came oh, in number three. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Campfire is great until the next day when you want to die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's in your hair. Yeah. That's kind of like frat party air. Also want to die the Hi, next day. Hi, my name is Connor, and these are my favorite kinds of air to breathe. <laughs> Shut up. Just shut up. Can't end on that one. How about a bonus story?
There's a ridiculous question. People took a picture of this when they're uh, filling out their HR form, uh-huh. you know, trying to get a new job. Mm-hmm. And it's gone viral because the final question is, would you rather have a ping pong table at work or receive a raise after your first year at the company? That's an actual question? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Now, first of all, what would this new employee have to say about that? It's going to be the management's decision whether or not there's a ping pong table. Yeah. Or are they just trying to gauge, is this person more interested in... Money or fun? Right. Or what? (laughs) Or are they Forrest Gump with the, I'll play (laughs) ping pong. My favorite kind of air is by the vending machine. (laughs) All right. How about a bonus bonus story? Okay. One of these is going to work. Uh, New York is going to distribute robot companions to nursing homes... They'll start out with 800 elderly adults. The robot is called LAQ. They have selected uh, single, older adults over the age of 80. They Uh feel could use companionship to live a more happy, satisfying life. (laughs) The robot is said to use advanced artificial intelligence and will appear to be just like a real person. I don't. I don't know. In a related story, Grandma's been murdered. I was going to say, I don't by know by the crazy artificial intelligence robot they're letting loose in the nursing home. Also, Grandma can't figure out her cell phone. You're going to give her a robot? <laughs> well, I don't think she needs the the robot's pre-programmed. <laughs> is it though? Because your phone is also pre-programmed. It's not like <laughs> it's like we give you a laptop. Google's already open. Right. You know what I mean? But still. <laughs> but still. But still. Find out Grandma leaves all the money to the robot. Yeah. Tuesday celebrity birthday filed Colin Farrell. He was so great as the Penguin in that Batman yeah, movie. He was. You didn't even recognize no, him. No, he was so good. 46. Brooke Shields. Corey Hart. Remember the sunglasses at night guy? We do. Leah Thompson from Back to the Future. She's 61. Chris Elliott. Now, he was on David Letterman's show, but more recently he played the mayor of uh, Sh- Creek. Remember oh, that? yes, yes. Susie Essman from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Joe Namath, Broadway Joe. Tom Berenger. Peter Yarrow from Peter, Paul, and Mary. And hey... Clint Eastwood, 92 today. Why does every damn DJ have to do an impression of me on my birthday? Get off my lawn. Today's National Smile Day, National Speaking Sentences Day. Just often a little trouble for Clint Eastwood. He's yeah, more a of a bit. one or two word kind of guy. Mm-hmm. It's he said, she said, with Robbie and Rochelle. Huge opening this weekend for Top Gun Maverick. Matter of fact, we'll go to the Celebrity Hotline a little bit after 8 o'clock. Talk to uh, Charles Parnell, who plays Warlock, mm-hmm. one of the admirals that gives uh, Tom Cruise Maverick his mission. It's very good. Yep. Yeah. So we're talking uh, movie sequels today, and I'll ask him about this. Obviously, that's such a famous movie. I think it was uh, one of the highest grossing movies of the 80s, maybe of all time. Mm-hmm. I ask him, you know, how do you feel being a part of this big, iconic thing? And sometimes they make a sequel and it just stinks. It's just nowhere <laughs> nowhere as good as the original. Yeah. We, were, we were talking about, uh, you, you can't help but think of Ghostbusters when you think of 80s movies, mm-hmm. which I think was an even bigger hit than Top Gun. And then the second one, yeah. Right. And then a lot of people didn't like the reboot and then the more recent one where they brought the original guys back. Yeah. You know. Right. But Top Gun, people saying way better than the original. Oh, so much better. I said one person said it's the godfather of Top Gun movies because everybody, well, maybe not everybody, but a lot of people think uh, Godfather 2 is better than the original. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of the gold standard of sequels. Like, if you're going to do a sequel, right. that's how you do it. You liked God, Godfather 3. Godfather 3 is also fine. Did you like that one better than the first? Uh, I would I would go Godfather 1, Godfather 3, Godfather 2. Okay. Godfather 2 is just a little slow pace for me. No disrespect, yeah, Mr. Yeah. Coppola. No disrespect no. at all. It's a great yeah. film. But to me, Godfather 3 is a little more fun. Yeah. That's know? fair. There's, you got, what, 25 Fast and Furious movies? The first mm-hmm. one was good. Then you got that Tokyo Drift BS. And then you get the Fast 5 4, it's good. Then you get to 11, not so good again. So, you know. <laughs> well, there's so many of them. Is there a movie sequel that you think is better than the original? Like they're saying about Top Gun. Better than the original. I think The Dark Knight 
is the best yeah. Batman movie. Uh, of all of them, and that including was Batman the original. Two of the Christian Bale ones. Yes, and it, yeah, right. That was the second of that. But I think of the entire franchise. That was definitely my favorite of all of them. I think that's a very good answer. Yeah. I like uh, I like the American uh, reunion better than the first American. Oh Pie. yeah, that's and fair. That's, that's an example of one you see maybe at one point in your life, and then mm-hmm. twenty years goes by, they finally make a sequel. You go, you know, this is actually better than it was. Yeah, because you remember a movie maybe when you see it, but then, right. It's maybe it? a little bit more relatable. Yeah, so they make a they make a new one, and you go, "Well, that was cheesy, but this is actually pretty good." I like the National Lampoon's Christmas more than the regular Vacation one, which I think is like, I think it might have been like the third in the franchise. That's right. They had a Vacation, European Vacation, yes. and then Christmas, Christmas Vacation. Christmas is the best one of to me of all. And of them. there's the one where they go to Vegas. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know, absolutely nobody is going to remember this, but Fletch Two is better than Fletch One. <laughs> if you happen to be a Chevy Chase fan, okay. All right. <laughs> Is there a movie sequel, kind of like they're saying about Maverick, Top Gun, that's better than the original? 732-774-4444. Sure, this is subjective, but we want your opinion. Mm-hmm. 732-774-4444. Call us, text us, get us on Facebook. We'll do those next. We're just getting going with He Said. She Said. Talking about a movie sequel better than the original film. Facebook, call us, 732-774-4444. Text us. Kevin said Rambo 2. Yeah, Rambo 2 probably... The first one is really not an action movie. It's kind of a drama. Is it? Yeah, the first one... uh, I think the first one was just called First Blood. Okay. It's a little more of a somber movie than the rest of them are just fun, you know, kill the bad guy kind of movies. Right. I think I've only ever seen the one Rambo with you. The most recent one. And that was enough. Which was also good. It was. It was also very dramatic and... Kind of intense. And so. speaking of Sly Stallone, I would say that uh, well, the first Rocky's great. The second one, it's good. Mm-hmm. But the third and fourth ones, uh, they might not be, you know, the heights of cinematic yeah. exploration, but I think they're a lot of fun with Mr. T and uh, Dolph Lundgren and all Yeah, that, that's you know? fair. That's fair. We got a text from 6741 that said the second Aliens movie was way better than the original. All right. All right. That's fair. That. Yeah. And Kathleen said the second Fifty Shades of Grey was probably my favorite. I mean, all of well, <laughs> all of them are terrible, are they not? <laughs> I don't know. I think I like the second Sex in the City movie better when they go to Abu Dhabi. <laughs> Abu Dhabi. <laughs> and also, it's just fun to say Abu Dhabi. Yeah. Hello? I don't have a better than movie, but I know that you like um, The Godfather. And we started watching The Offer, which is how The Godfather was made. Yeah. Um, it's not a documentary. It's kind of, you know, but it's really, really good. Like, I was surprised at how good it is. Well, so don't miss it if you're a Godfather fan. That's a good tip. That's not a sequel, though. Did you have a movie sequel you think is better than the original? I don't think I do. I was trying to think, but I don't think I do. Okay. Well, thanks for the film tip. I do appreciate that. <laughs> I didn't want you to miss it. All right. Goodbye. No, no. I appreciate you thinking about me. At least somebody is. It's He Said. Yeah. She Said. <laughs> with Robbie and Rochelle. Number one movie in the world. Top Gun Maverick, the Top Gun sequel, and just getting rave reviews. It's made over two hundred fifty million dollars at the box office. Amazing. Not only, not only did it break the Memorial Day movie opening record, mm-hmm. but it is the biggest opening ever for a Tom Cruise movie, and he's been around for forty that's something. Amazing. So that's pretty crazy yeah. uh, as it is. And Top Gun, the original, the biggest movie of nineteen eighty six when it came out. So mm-hmm. that's how big this thing is. Kind of rare you get a blockbuster these days like this with all the movies on streaming and all yeah. that. So we were thinking, is there a movie, and people are saying this about the new Top Gun, mm-hmm. is there a movie that is better than the original? Movie came out, it's a sequel. Is it better than the original film? We'll talk to uh, Charles Parnell, plays Warlock yes. from Top Gun Maverick, uh, in just a couple of minutes here. So it's a movie sequel better than the original. Baron said The Empire Strikes Back. All right, I think I'll, you know, the star- I'll leave it to the Star Wars people. Yeah, I don't that's know. fair. Jamie said 22 Jump Street. Uh, I don't know. 
That's the one. They go to college, right? That was stupid. I remember the first one. I don't know if I saw the second one. You know, know. what? Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking of Zac Efron. Mm-hmm. The second one where he's uh, he's the party boy, the neighbors with Seth Rogen. Oh, yeah. That was pretty funny. That mm-hmm. might have been better than the first That's one. That's very funny, yeah. Vic said Rush Hour 2. All the Rush Hours are great. This, I would have to agree. I think Rush Hour 2 is... The funniest of all of them. When have we last seen Chris Tucker and uh, Jackie Chan? Let's get another one of those going. Yeah, I mean, what are should. they doing? Come fun. on. I know they're getting a little older, but come on. Let's go. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Hi, it's the boss. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Uh, the, as far as movie sequels, uh, in the Indiana Jones movies, I thought uh, Last Crusade was uh, at least as good, if not better, than Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, certainly better than the, the Temple of Doom one. Hundred percent agree with you. Yeah. Did you yeah. think the fourth one was any good? I know that one. A lot of people didn't like. Yeah. Uh, you know, they should have left it alone at the last crusade in my book. But you know, they got another one coming out next year. He's like 80 years old now. Yeah, I mean, you know, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love Harrison Ford, but I agree with you. I don't know. Lo- love him too, but, uh, you know, they're going to wheel him out in a wheelchair with a, you know, with a, with a whip. <laughs> oh, and, uh... oh, ouch. Now I don't feel so bad making fun of Joe Namath. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for calling. 1071 to Boss. Hi. Hey, what's up, guy? Listen, Blade 3, definitely better than Blade 1 and 2. You know, I, ne- I never saw any of those, but a lot of my friends that are into superhero movies say those are great. Yeah, Blade 3, definitely the best of the three. <laughs> Blade 1 was pretty good. Blade 2 was so bad, I was amazed that they made the Blade 3. Hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? What's the one that people, uh, what's that movie with Keanu Reeves, John Carter? There was about four or five of those. those any John good? Wick? Oh, the John Wick. John, oh, John Wick. Wick. Yeah. yeah. I never saw the last one yet. Yeah, I'll get around to it. Well, but there yeah, you go. Definitely... As far as sequels, Blade 3, better than the first two. All right, man. Thank you. Blade is uh, Wesley Snipes. Yes. The guy yeah. don't pay his taxes. I, I've seen Blade 1, oh, actually. It was okay. pretty good. Hi, 107.1 The Boss. Um, if you were a true uh, fan of Sopranos, the way it ended, it left you thirsty for more. Until right. Saints and Newark's came out, which actually allowed us to, you know, went our beats one more time. Now, hang on. It was really good. So you're saying you thought The Many Saints in Newark was better than the series? No, I'm not, I'm not saying so much better. I mean, it filled a void. I'll tell you what, we probably need to watch that again because I thought it was so-so when we saw it. And that's an interesting answer, by the yeah. way, because that is a sequel, even though we're talking sequ- a movie that's a sequel to a TV show. Mm-hmm. So, But I mentioned Sex in the City, so... <laughs> so yes, there, you did. As Joe would say, that'll do that. <laughs>